Hi, and welcome to day four as we look at the words of Christmas. I'm Pastor Buddy Owens, and the word of Christmas that we're focusing on today is the word manger. The Bible tells us this. It says, Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. And he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Why did Jesus have to sleep in a manger? It's because the innkeeper missed his opportunity to welcome a miracle into his home. Everybody did. Bethlehem was bursting at the seams with people and noise and activity, and the birth of the Messiah was the last thing they expected. Now, what exactly is a manger anyway? A manger is a feeding trough. And isn't it just like God that Jesus, whom the Bible calls the bread of life, was laid in a feeding trough in the little town of Bethlehem, which means house of bread? Amazing, isn't it? And so profound, the bread of life lying in a feeding trough in the house of bread. Only God could do such a thing. Now think for a minute about the humility of God that we see in the manger. It's as clear as it could be. Jesus could have come to earth as a conquering king on a war horse with an army of angels trailing behind him with pomp and circumstance and fanfare, but instead... The one who spoke the world into existence humbled himself and became a speechless newborn baby. The one who clothed all of nature in its boundless beauty and order humbled himself and came to us wrapped in rags and lying in a feeding trough. The one who gave the stars their light humbled himself, veiled his own glory and stepped quietly into the sea of humanity with barely a ripple, unnoticed by everyone except a handful of blue-collar sheep herders. Now, you would expect the king to be born in a palace. That's why the wise men came looking for Jesus in Herod's mansion in the capital city. But that's not the way of our king. Jesus comes to us, not in the mansions of life, but in the mangers of life. Not in our moments of glory, but in our seasons of suffering. He meets us in the lowliest places, the least expected settings, and so often at the most inconvenient times. It's not at all how we would do it if we were him. Yet it's in these times and in these places that we are most likely to meet him. It is in the manger that we first experience the wonder of incarnation. It's in the manger that we first meet the Prince of Peace. And it's in the manger that we first encounter the wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father. The birthplace of our King is the last place anyone would think to look for Him. In what area of your life do you need the King to arrive? Will you welcome Him? If he doesn't do things your way, will you worship him even if your situation looks more like a manger than a mansion?
Don't be too quick to escape the places that you are most likely to meet your king. In this Christmas season, learn to recognize the humility of God hiding in plain sight amidst the people and the noise and the activity in your world. Learn to expect the unexpected. Let's pray together. Lord, open my eyes to see what you're doing and help me not to miss the opportunities to welcome you into my world in this season. May my heart be a manger, a humble place that you can call home. In Jesus' name, amen.